agriculture can be that common thread that ties everything you do together with your students because agriculture is woven throughout all of our lives. Welcome to the Louisiana Farm Bureau podcast. I'm your host, Carl Wiggers, and today we're shining a spotlight on the Louisiana Ag in the Classroom program. In this episode, we will explore how this program connects students with agriculture by equipping their teachers with resources to include agriculture into their curriculum, helping students discover how agriculture impacts their lives. Stay tuned as we dive into the Louisiana Ag in the Classroom program on this episode of the Louisiana Farm Bureau podcast. I'm here with Miss Linda Danos. Miss Linda, tell me about what it is that you do here at Louisiana Farm Bureau. Oh, sure. I am the Agriculture in the Classroom State Coordinator, Director, whatever title you want to put on it. Um, but my job is to work with our state committee of volunteers to come up with a program uh, and activities that promote agriculture in the classroom. That's we were just saying this before we started recording, but that's one of the biggest things we can do at Louisiana Farm Bureau as far as like kind of moving the needle for the next generation to understand what where their food comes from, right? I, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, in Farm Bureau, we do a great job promoting to our leaders and our farmers what it is and what we do. But Ag in the Classroom is that one area where we really branch out of our comfort zone because mm -hmm. we're going out to teachers, to those educators that are impacting our youth. And what better way to try to have a chance, like you said, to move that needle. Yeah. One of the things, my mother-in-law is a retired, recently retired pre-K teacher. and she had a school garden right here in the middle of Baton Rouge. And she would just, the kids would rave about it because it's getting them outside of the class. And I know a lot of our mm -hmm. stuff that you produce and that Ag in the Classroom promotes is in the classroom, like, mm -hmm. you know, study plans and uh, lesson plans. But when you get them outside into a, a school garden or something like that, a hands-on experience, mm -hmm. it's a game yeah. changer, but she said even her pre-K kids just, you know, eyes lit up big as yes. the sun whenever they got to go out there and do that. What What is it, a, like, what is it, I guess, I mentioned the lesson plans. So what all mm -hmm. in Ag in the Classroom are, are, are we are we doing, I guess? Okay, that's a good question. A lot of times it's kind of funny. I have people that'll email me or call me and say, hey, send me that Ag in the Classroom program. Like, Okay, it's not a book. It's not a binder. I can't just send it to you. It's basically what we'd like our educators to do is to retrain their mind or their method of teaching that agriculture can fit, can fit in any subject they're teaching. So if you have that chance to bring in, whether it's a plant, you know, germinating a seed um, to watching that plant mature, whether it's talking about you know, a cow and a bull and a heifer and the farm animals and their mothers and baby names. And um, so also and math, math. <laughs> there's tons of math involved. Tons of math. Farmers use math every single day. Um, you know, it, it's art. It's it's English. We have a poetry lesson um, with agriculture using the commodities yeah. um, that our teachers love doing, you know, and it's those it, it is those school gardens. But we have so much more than just the outside activities. Every Ag in the Classroom lesson plan has a hands-on activity component. So even whether you're in the classroom or outside in the garden, they're going to be doing something. And we both know like that old FFA motto, you know, you learn by doing. Yeah. I actually interviewed a guy at uh, Southern recently who was telling me 
that they, they had a field day and it was mainly geared. It was not only geared towards producers, but also to their kids and the families and in the neighborhood and the community. And he said, when you can get this hands-on experience, it goes so much farther than, you know, just sitting and listening to a teacher talk. Yes. And I think that's yeah, very they, true. They back remember in the it. They, they remembered that activity that they did, you know? So, we're talking because we have workshops coming up. Yes, we do. So You're exciting. trying to help, <laughs> trying to help uh, reshape the way that these teachers think about yes. uh, implementing some of this stuff. Let's talk about these workshops. What are we doing at these workshops? And we have like a, what, a dozen of them, it seems yeah, well, like. I think I have eight or nine around yeah. the state. Yes. Um, hopefully we'll pick up a few more as the school year goes on. Um, we do a three-hour training. And so they'll be exposed to the basics of what Ag in the Classroom is what resources are available for them. And then we'll actually go through, we're do, highlighting four different lessons this year. Mm -hmm. um, one's a nine, you know, all, all the different grade levels, K to two, three to five, six to eight, and nine to 12. So we'll, because it's a general workshop for teachers of all grades and all subjects. Mm -hmm. So we try to, you know, Make sure there's something for everyone. Something for everyone, yeah. yes. And so, you know, obviously I can't go through a whole 50 minute lesson. So I'll do an abbreviated presentation of the lesson, mm -hmm. and then they'll get to do the hands-on component of that lesson. This is not the first year you've done this. You've done these for a while, right? Yes. Even before I was an employee here, we were doing, Ag in, I was doing Ag in the Classroom workshops. So it's, Obviously, they've been a hit and they've been successful. What's, uh, I guess, what do you hear from teachers that come and, and maybe experience this? Do you have first-time Ag in the Classroom teachers that are coming and saying, wow, I did not know this yes. was available? Um, you know, we track how many are first-timers and how many are repeats every year, and we usually have a 60 to 70% first-time attendance. That's awesome. Yes, and their comments are that this is the best training educator workshop they've ever been to. Because a lot of times in in having been a teacher for 10 years, you're mandated to go to certain trainings mm -hmm. and you just have to listen and they have to, but we, we let them do things, you know, it's an experience for them. Right. I was about to say, you were a teacher once, you know what, what it's like to be in their shoes. Yes. For 10 I, years. I still yeah. like, feel like you're still a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to think so too. I don't think if once you're a teacher, I don't think that ever gets out of your blood. Yeah. Um, so they'll get to experience some workshop, uh, some lesson plans and kind of see what it looks like. And, and maybe probably the whole time they're hearing mm -hmm. how they can implement this or maybe shift this for their classroom or whatnot. Um, what is it, uh, I guess, the benefit for these teachers? You're you're helping give them a lesson plan that they don't have. They can just kind of implement into their. Yes. You're kind of taking some of the work off their plate, right? Yeah, because. That's what's so great about the lesson plans. We um, are affiliated, of course, with National Ag in the Classroom, mm -hmm. and we have a National Center for Ag Literacy housed at Utah State University, and they develop this wonderful material that meets all of the current standards and education trends today, mm -hmm. you know, the STEM, the project-based learning, the student-based learning, and then we take those lessons and correlate them to our Louisiana standards. So everything is there for them. Um, every handout they might need, every picture, every PowerPoint, it's there. Wow. That sounds like a dream. If I was, yes. I'm, not, I'm not a teacher. I've never yeah. been a teacher, but I'm just thinking that the work's done for you. Like, yes. Can't complain about that. Yes. What would you want uh, any educator who doesn't know anything about Ag in the Classroom? What would you want them to know about AITC or about these workshops that maybe are on the fence or don't, I hate to say the word ignorant, but just ignorant to what Louisiana Farm Bureau has right here 
in the Zag in the Classroom program. Oh, gosh. So much, so many things. But I guess, you know, give us a chance. Give us a try. Agriculture can be that common thread that ties everything you do together with your students because agriculture is woven throughout all of our lives and our students don't realize that. One thing that we've kind of on in our communications department thinking about this week in Louisiana agriculture, the thing we talk about often is everybody eats. It's the common thread, like, and without the farmers, we have no food. And I think that's probably at the core of all of your lesson plans. Uh, I mean, it's, it's no getting around it. And I think kids understanding that at the early age of, you know, first, second, third grade is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think also we try to get the message across that probably some of the same things important to the teachers and the students, like our natural resources, for example are those same things that are important to our farmers because they need to protect the soil and the water so that we can continue to grow crops and Mm. make a living and support our families. I know another part of AITC is kind of separate from the workshops, but we also bring like volunteers into classrooms, right? How to tell me about how that maybe happens or works. We have a program that we do uh, basically from January to May, our ag literacy project where we, um, select a children's book with an agricultural theme. Mm -hmm. We purchase several hundred copies of this book and educational material. And we ask our volunteer leaders to sign up elementary classrooms to go in and to read that book. And by volunteer leaders, you're talking about farmers and farm wives and AITC volunteers. Yes, the young farmers and ranchers are ag in the classroom volunteers. And we usually hit about 700 classrooms a year. Wow. So it's been the numbers have been a little less since COVID, but I think we're making a comeback uh, and I'm happy for that. And then, of course, other times in the year, you know, I'll have volunteers call me and ask me for some hands on make and take because their local elementary is having an ag week and they want to go in and do something. So we get, you know, we get that all the times, too. That's awesome. Another thing, are we still doing the Seed Survivor? Trailer? I know that's a program that kind of rotates throughout the states, and so okay. we've had our it's, turn. It's made its way out of it's Louisiana. Ma- yeah, for this year, yeah, we I don't know how many years before it comes back. But that was a really cool thing that you were a part of, also. Yeah, right? Seed Survivor was great. The schools really enjoyed it, and we've actually had some call this year. Can I get that trailer again? <laughs> like, no, sorry, it's not here. But <laughs> but it was a big hit. It was a hands-on experience yes. where they got to kind of walk through kids. I actually remember going mm-hmm. and and covering it for the yes. for a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool, it is, hands-on, yes. interactive type of thing. You mentioned that AITC covers from K all the way to 12, and a lot of times I feel like people maybe assume it's for that younger kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does it look like in high school? Like, what are some of the plans? How, how are they incorporated into the high school um, classrooms? A lot of the sciences, the environmental science, the biologies. Um, so they get it gets more in depth, uh, you know, in the upper grades. I think in the lower grades, a lot of the lessons are, you know, just more ag awareness and, you know, how, importance of things. But mm-hmm. when you get into those upper grades, uh, you can really go in depth into some of the topics with conservation efforts, for example, mm-hmm. and things like that. Are those less in, included or I guess accepted and adopted? Because <laughs> even for me here internally, doesn't yeah. it doesn't register in my head. It, it registers for me, even the younger kids. Yeah, it's um, it is a challenge in the upper grades. It really is. And I was a secondary teacher, so I kind of understand that. Um, Elementary, they tend, 
even though they are regimented in what they have to teach, they do have a little more flexibility mm-hmm. built in with social living and things like that. that they can sometimes incorp- incorporate things easier. Uh, whereas in high school, uh, you know, it's all about um, getting them ready for those advanced tests right. and this and that. But our lesson plans do that. Yeah. You know, they meet those standards, they're STEM. Um, and so we we'd hope they'd give us a try. But being a former secondary teacher myself, I can say a lot of times we get set in our ways and we have this lesson plan that works and it's hard to make us change. What would you, I guess, I, I, what would your pitch be to that secondary teacher that maybe um, like helps maybe yeah. twist their arm a little bit? <laughs> how, <laughs> well, how have you done that? Well, I would say just please take a look at, let me show you this lesson plan. You know, let me show you... Um, you know, it's meeting all those national and state standards and it's done for you in those cross-curricular activities mm-hmm. and, and those engineering principles. They're all there. Yeah. And we're making it easier for you by giving you everything you need. One thing, whenever I think about, you know, the difference from my perspective of the the younger grades that are maybe getting that more, it's, it's fun to them. Mm-hmm. And then the upper grades, it becomes more advanced. One thing also comes to mind is careers. Yes. That those high schoolers may be all of a sudden like, wait a second, mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty good at this plant physiology. I could maybe go work at the Ag Center or, or right. this conservation is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The NRCS hiring. Yes. Is that and that something? is a big push right now, even nationally with Ag in the Classroom, developing a lot more career activity, you know, mm-hmm. lessons and activities and um, materials to use with teachers because... Yeah, it's not, you know, and it's getting hard. It's hard to get people to understand it's not just the, we're not trying to just teach production mm-hmm. farmers or pe- yeah. how to, for people to become farmers. The reality is you're probably not going to no. strike someone's like, you know, heart and say, I'm going to be a farmer right. now. My dad's a doctor and my mom's a school teacher. Yes. I'm going to be a farmer. Right. Like, that's probably we're, not we're the reality. We're trying to make them see all those other careers or jobs necessary to support that farmer. So all of those ag businesses, the researchers, the soil scientists, yeah. you know, this the seed guy that's, you know, developing the new seed and um, the equipment uh, engineers that are developing the new plows and the new technology. Um so as a million jobs, I've I've yeah. talked about doing a series on kind of those those jobs outside of the farmer mm-hmm. that support the farmer, and it kind of got overwhelming one day whenever I was starting to list them all out because there's yeah we have a lesson that try like I don't think you can list them all no like, it's I, insane <laughs> <laughs> and I was raised around it and I know all these people I'm like yeah. oh wait the banker actually yeah the banker yeah. is yeah. part of and it. like I mean we raise livestock so that vet is you know necessary for mm-hmm. us and it's precision wild. agriculture today is just. Amazing. A guy that I went and did a story on that I grew up with is a drone yeah. aerial applicator, and he flies drones for a living now, yeah. spraying crops. It's just like, yeah. there's so many things you can exactly. do. Exactly. It's high tech. It's really cool. So let's shift back to these workshops. Okay. Can you kind of talk me through which each one of them are? I, mean, I know we're right now we're recording this on September 7th. So yes. are any deadlines approaching? We're going to, this is going to come out in a couple of days. Yeah, we're getting, um, I guess let's kind of, can we run through where they're at and and whatnot? Yes. Our first workshop is September 14th. So actually that deadline is today to register. (laughs) Sorry, everyone (laughs) in Winsboro, Louisiana, Franklin Academies is Um, closed. Yeah, no, and we'll still, we'll still take them. But, you know, I have to have a date like a week ahead of time Mm -hmm. so that I know how the materials to prepare. And really, so the parish, Farm Bureau, or who's helping me host it, 
you know, all important, that meal that the teachers are going to get. They well, have to be gotta, sure to order the food. You got to be fed. <laughs> yeah. And we have to have enough food. We never want to run out. So now that we say this, there will be a meal provided as yes. part of this workshop. Yes. It's free, right? It, it Everything is free. They just have to pre-register to let us know they're coming. Gotcha. And they get a meal and they get all kind of good. They leave with a bag full of materials. Awesome. Very so. good. So, Winsboro, I'm sorry. Yes. September, <laughs> Thursday, September 14th. Um, and then we have one in Shreveport the following Tuesday on the 19th. And then Thursday, September 21st in Brobridge. Monday, September 25th, Houghton. Tuesday, September 26th, Manny. Then we go into October. Mm-hmm. October 3rd, Oak Grove. October 11th, Abbeville. And October 16th, we'll finish up in Lafayette. You're covering some ground. We, I do. In September and October, I just tell the family, bye. I'll see y'all when it, you know, in November, on November 1st. But <laughs> That's awesome. But it's probably really good for you also as the, the director of this program. Director, is that the right title? Coordinator, eh, coordinator. director, I don't, it, whatever. It doesn't matter. As the guru of Ag in the Classroom to kind of get to interact with all these teachers at these workshops from, you know, south to north Louisiana. You get to kind of hear what they're using or maybe what they want to use. Yeah, it, it is a lot of fun and it. I like having that connection again to the classroom through the through them mm-hmm. and here because you know as a as a teacher by by heart you you I kind of miss that sometimes mm-hmm. you know uh, getting that interaction and so uh, it's always good to get out there and and also listen I try to you know like what do y'all need what do you want what can we do at Ag in the classroom to make your job easier right so that's important I think to have that contact and get that feedback all right so I can't I'm a teacher. And Winsboro, for example, yes. and I missed this opportunity for this workshop. What can I do? Where can I go and find? Are, are there resources online? Can yes. we just call you? You can call me. You can email me. But if you go to our website, um, it is filled with resources. All the lesson plans are there, free to download. Our interactive commodity map is digital on there, so they can learn about all the, the top 18 commodities in the state uh, mm-hmm. with videos and information and lesson plans linked to each commodity. Wow. So you can click on your parish and see you can, what exactly. is, what is you'll, grown you'll see the or raised in that area. In your parish and delve into lessons and activities about them. That's really awesome. I, our website is beautiful. I, I, I like to think that's, it's, it's one of our, and this is going to sound terrible, but we have a, a a website for this week in Louisiana Agriculture. We have a Louisiana Farm Bureau website. Those cover a lot of ground, but Ag in the Classroom is so clean and focused and it's not hard to navigate. It's well, very easy you. and good, yeah. good. I think, for for the the uh, the person on the other side of the computer to be sit there and work through it. It's not that yeah. difficult and it's it's really clean. So I like that. What would, is there anything we didn't cover with AITC that um, I know it's such a... It's all you eat, sleep, and and, and yeah, live. And, and yeah, sometimes I just you know assume well, everybody knows, but because uh, is there it's anything cause... we didn't talk about though? We I talked about know. you know getting farmers and volunteers into the classroom to read the, for the ag literacy. Ag literacy. Um, we're always looking for new volunteers out there in the parishes to come on board and help us. What uh, is the volunteer doing? What like what what is involved in that? Okay, there's several ways our, our volunteers can get involved. One, we we do ask that each parish farm bureau have an ag in the classroom parish chair. And we have some parishes missing that. Mm-hmm. So 
that would be good to have, you know, a contact person in each parish. So a school teacher in it, Allen and Allen Parish. And not necessarily can, have to be a school teacher. But a school teacher can say, I need some help. And they can yes, go to their local that's who that, yes. person they, and they, get they, some help. They have, I can give them a contact to call. Right. Um, or that when I'm trying to schedule workshops, they can step up and say, oh, Allen Parish. Yes, we'll host a workshop. Right. And so-and-so can help you here with that. Um, and then, of course, if they want to serve even beyond their parish, we have the state committee of volunteers. What does that? What does the state committee do? Um, we meet. They meet four to five times a year, and they kind of decide the activities and you know which direction are the lessons going to go. Um, they plan the workshop and activities at our convention. Mm-hmm. You know, in the summer, uh, they go to the national conference and get new ideas. So just so a lot of, of things. An extension yeah. of you and your brain power. It's kind of. Yes, like yes. The they, they help helps. me. They, they <laughs> help me because I'm a staff of one. Yeah. And so without them, I couldn't do the job that I do. Got you. And there uh, are some of them teachers, some of them some retired. Are, some maybe. are retired teachers and some are just um, the love of agriculture and wanting others to know. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, is there, um, for anyone listening, I'm going to put all the links to the website and to the workshop information in the show notes. So you can go where you find your show notes. You can find all the information about how to get in touch with Miss Linda, how to learn more about Ag in the Classroom, how to get uh, sign up for some of these workshops if, if the deadline is not passed yet. And uh, we want to see you at those because that's where we're going to move uh, the needle and help educate the next generation on where their food comes from because we know it doesn't come from the grocery store. No, starts it doesn't. well before <laughs> that. So thank you, Miss Linda, for being here. Well, thank you talking. for having me. This is, this is one of the, the programs in our Farm Bureau that we We've got to talk more about because it's so crucial to the mission of of what we're doing. So thank you for the work you do and for being such a resource to all the teachers out there. Well, thank you for helping. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Louisiana Farm Bureau podcast. To find all the links to resources that we talked about from the Louisiana Ag in the Classroom program, check out the show notes below. And we hope you enjoyed the show. If you liked it, subscribe, share it with a friend, share it with a teacher you may know, and we'll see you again right here next week.